eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Steve Sparky, 5 or 12.50 a.m. The Fan, and we are back, baby. That's right, the Spare Time Bowling Show in podcast form. It's been uh, a few years since we've been on the air after doing it for about a decade, and we are back to White Albrecht, the Spare Time Pro Shop. He is here uh, from New Berlin, Wisconsin, and I guess they call him $2 Phil now. Phil <laughs> Brylo uh, is here as well. Uh, and Phil, you've been around uh, a long time. Tell everybody what you've been doing. You've been working for the PBA for the last couple of years as well, right? Yeah, some stuff behind the scenes. I've been doing a few regionals out there here and there uh, since uh, Flow Bowling and I kind of parted ways after, with the pandemic. Uh, but you were doing, doing play-by-play and all would, that as well. Yeah, back in the days of Extra Frames starting yes. in 2014 all yep. the way through to the pandemic. And then, uh, yeah, been back doing a lot of local stuff in the Milwaukee area. Just got done with a couple of big high school events we live streamed and uh, – uh, exciting things and there's more stuff coming up around the corner and uh, hopefully some uh, some more PBA work as well. Beautiful. So uh, we're back. And uh, like I said, it's been a few years uh, since we've been on the radio and uh, we wanted to do this in a podcast form. Ask the bosses. They said, uh, I don't believe we have a bowling podcast in our library of all the podcasts we have from around the country for Odyssey and uh, for 2400 sports, uh, which this is a part of. They said, yeah, sure. Sounds good. Go ahead. Uh, so here we are. And, and part of the reason why I wanted to do this was because I was concerned for Dwayne Albrecht's house. <laughs> I really was. I, 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 I brought uh, the the six year old uh, started bumper bowling, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so he got a ball from his cousin uh, who bowled for one year and quit and never bowled again. And it says Pfeiffer on it, the whole deal. So we took it in because I wanted Dwight to measure, you know, the fingers out and make sure it was good because right. you know, nobody's more nerdy than Dwight when it comes to this stuff when he, he drills the balls. <laughs> I know. started right from uh, the start. Well, we gotta, for people no that doubt. don't know you, he's our nerd on the show that is really going to get in-depth on stuff. And he may confuse you, but just hang in there. We'll try and clarify for you after he's all Lame done talking. Terms. Lame yes. terms. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to talk to Dwight. Dwight's like, oh, Sparky, yeah, yeah. so many people come in and they miss the show. I miss the it's show. It's amazing how many people. Yeah. How are you, Sparky? You okay? Yeah. I really need a therapist. The, really missed the show. <laughs> His head's down like horrible. I walked out. I go to K. I go, man, he, 
this not having this show has really messed him up. I said, I got to figure something out here because I feel bad for Dwight. So well, I, I think like, you two both missed right. it too. Oh, I totally oh, yeah. missed it. No oh, doubt. But you were so down and so out. And when we did the show, Dwight coming with a smile, fired up. Oh, man, this is great. And I was like, all right, we got to get Dwight back on track again. We got to get Dwight lifted up again. Positive so, mental attitude. Positive mental attitude. <laughs> right. right. So we're, we're all back again. And yeah. we're going to go over kind of just, you know, last couple of years and so forth. But I first want to start off talking about the, the commissioner of the PBA, Tom Clark, if if y'all don't mind. They have come a long way from when we started doing our show. We started doing mm-hmm. the Spare Time Bowling Show. They were on ESPN, ramming their head into a wall against the National Football League. Right. We were doing the World Series of Bowling, recording it out uh, in Vegas. And I was flying out to Vegas every year and recording winner interviews and second place interviews uh, after each recorded show. And then in like January and December and January, when these would play back, we play back the winner interviews, uh, winner interviews afterwards and so forth. And that's how it was. And right before we stopped doing the show, I think it was the last year, that we did the show, they announced the Fox deal and they yep. got Fox uh, and they were going to be on Fox. Now, again, they weren't going to have a lot of shows live necessarily, but they, they were going to have FS1. You're going to have the replays during the day and so forth. Yeah. And Rami Bakloff, who used to do the afternoon show in, in, in Milwaukee, who is now with Sacktown sports uh, out in Sacramento, home of the uh, Sacramento Kings is the afternoon show out there, him and the cattles. And when he was in Minneapolis, after he left here uh, at, at uh, score North, uh, they had the replay of FS1 going in studio. They just had the channel on. They just leave it on. Uh, and they're watching big old froed out Kyle Troop on yep. TV. And they're like, who, what are we watching? Like, who is this dude? And they start talking about it on the radio in Minneapolis in the afternoon and starts generating some buzz. And people start talking about Kyle Troop and following Kyle Troop a little bit. And one thing leads to another. I was like, dude, can you help me get Kyle Troop? Sure. And we got him hooked up. Kyle Troop went on their show, whole deal. Never in a million years, I promise you, would Rami McLaughlin ever have had a guy named Kyle Troop, a PBA bowler, ever on a radio show in his career, ever. But because he saw him on TV and saw how he looked and how he bowled and all of that, he was like, oh, we got to get him on. Well, and that right there was the beginning of uh, the importance of what Fox Sports brought because mm-hmm. you got a random and- local show in Minneapolis, which is a decent-sized market, to reach out and get a bowler on. And I promise you, there probably had never been a bowler on that station ever before. Right. You know, and the funniest part is what Rami is that he used to come in here on Sunday mornings after we got done with the spare time show live. And, you know, Sparky, we kind of bait the hook with Rami here and there about, yes. you know, hey, good show. that You know, what a great show we had. And, and watch the stuff, and, and and Rami finally took the bait, and I think he's a little happier for it now too. Uh, I'm sure Rami's probably watching out in Sacramento. He's going to be looking when the PBA tour is on. He'll, yeah, he'll yes. keep it on in the background. Yeah. And speaking of troop, my daughter and her teammate—I don't know if you saw the—I saw the on, picture on, on social media. Yeah, right. On Halloween night, dressed up, bought the outfits, bought the wigs, had the pick in the hair. Really? And we yeah. sent those pictures uh, up forward to Tom Clark. That's awesome. Yeah, so they both dressed up on Halloween night at the bowling alley. That's as, cool. Right, tell me they won the prize, the costume contest that night. They had to have won the see, prize. Now that's, but see, now that's something, right, again, right there. Yeah. Right, This conversation here on the Spare Time Bowling Show podcast, episode one. Here we go again. Yeah. That That's a brilliant marketing campaign. Yeah. Right? You could do it social media-wise. Yes. You could just do it through the PBA tour. Hey, yeah. submit your, your Halloween costumes or whatever else, and right. we'll pick one winner, and you get whatever. Well, Tom's comment back was a lot of people have been doing the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Sending photos to him from Halloween night, but everyone dressed up as Kyle Troop. That yeah. is awesome, though. Right. 
That is so cool. And that's right. great for the PBA. Well, and if you went, right. nobody was dressing up as Sean Rash. No, nobody, nobody's <laughs> even dressed up as Jason Lamonte. I no. mean, you look at you look at the fringe fans of the sports. They will recognize Kyle Troop a hundred times more than they'll recognize a Belmonte I, I, I or Rash or anybody else. That. I, you would think a couple of years ago, uh, Jason Belmonte was the face of the the tour, and I don't know if I know that Boy, anymore. Yeah. I'm telling Kyle you right Troop. now. I'm telling you right now. I've been telling people because we've had this in the works for about a month that we were going to do this, and it takes a while to get all the graphic packages built and so forth, all that stuff. Yeah. So here we are in January, and I tell people I'm bringing this back, and the people that don't know bowling, right? right. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. The guy with the sunglasses, he's you know, whatever. <laughs> Pete Weber. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I know that guy. So there still is, and he just is done now. But yeah. I mean, there still is a large portion of people that associate Pete Weber mm -hmm. with the PBA tour. Right. And I don't know because I haven't talked to Pete Weber in years. I don't know his deal or what he plans on doing or whatever the case may be. Pete was just out in Vegas. They had the PBA fifty RPI. Um, Monday and Tuesday, and Pete just missed the cut to match play. Pete's basically just going to be bowling PBA 50 tour stuff and regional stuff. He's no, done. No, no, with... no, no, no. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Good okay. for Pete. Yeah. That's not what I was thinking. Okay. What I'm thinking like is image. he has to be on the telecast. Yeah. He's got to be on the TV telecast some way, somehow. I, I don't care how you do it one way or the well, other. Last time I'm, not, I'm not trying to force right, out Kimberly good. Pressler, or I, I'm not trying to do that necessarily. But you've got to figure out a way, at least for the majors, that he's involved. Maybe he's the third guy in the booth with Randy uh, and and Stone. Maybe that makes sense. Or maybe he's another sideline person with Kimberly Presser. Sure. But you got to have him involved because, A, you don't know what he's going to say. Well, right. yeah, he so that's, the, that's what you want. Last time he was on TV, he dropped the F-bomb. I know. Right? <laughs> and he I got mean, in trouble at a, to, at a yeah. 50 event. Yeah, I mean, one of the opponent's wives. Yeah, at, at the right. senior masters last year, he got disqualified because right. he got in an argument with a with one of the uh, right. bowlers' wives. Behind That's him. why he has to yeah. be on TV. Yeah. I'm telling you, Brady's Tom hard. Clark, you got to figure out a way. If it's just him interviewing bowlers like yeah. Kimberly Pressler or Pressler, that's fine. If it's him as a third man in the booth for the majors with Randy, right. him and Randy together and yeah. Stone. There oh. are a ton of people that love him. Still love him. Or the bad boy image. Let, let's rip off Between Two Firms by Zach Galifianakis. Between Two Pins with Pete Weber and just have Pete sitting there talking to a guy in a chair. <laughs> and just see how, because right. that could either be perfect or it could right. spin out of control and you turn into a train You could have Weber rack. in the audience. Yeah. That wouldn't be horrible with a with a mic or whatever. Right. Talking to who's your favorite bowler, whatever, whatever. And him being like, I'm not your favorite bowler. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Right? PBA 50 tour, baby. Come see me. I'm not, I'm not dead. Whatever. Yeah. I just think. Having him still incorporated would still be beneficial to the sport if he's still involved some way. It doesn't have to be every TV telecast. You make right. it special for the majors. Right. He's involved somehow, some way. He gets on TV. He's just a different person. The whole Jason Belmonte. You wanted me. You got me. Right. Yeah. Uh, quote. From, yeah. From Green Bay. Right. Right. So and he it's... just comes up with the perfect one-liners when he's on that big stage. Right. Yeah. But that's... That's competitive, Pete. Right, competitive, right? Pete. We're talking right. about Side you're not Pete. bowling. Right now, it's just kind of you being you. Yeah. Not saying that he still can't ham it up and still provide a show, because I think he can still provide a show, right. just because of his personality and kind of who he is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But I mean, you can imagine the storytelling that would occur after a guy misses a 10 pin in a clutch shot and Pete can reminisce back to, man, I remember when I did this, I went and tore up a locker room and blah, 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 blah. Right. I mean, that type of stuff, that's what you want. You want the people at home to be laughing. I'm like, dude, that dude's nuts, man. And Bill probably sees that a lot more than people think. Right. And oh, then you, you locker rooms and right. And then you yeah. kind of deal with right. some type of sunglass provider or whatever else <laughs> and hand out some Pete Weber sunglasses uh, at right. the majors or whatever when he's right. in the house and have them like sign the boxes of them or whatever. Like there's there's all right. kinds of different things you can do. Right. Just don't let him not be still part of the actual product. Right. Hold on to him as long as he'll let yeah. you hold on. He walked I was in I was lucky enough to be for the PBA League this last year in Portland. I did the live streaming of the qualifying before it was on Fox Sports. And Pete got done on TV and he walked back into the old part of a Bayside Bowl and he gave Norm Duke a hug and he goes, Norm, I'm done. That's it for the kids. To, I mean, it was pretty emotional. It was a pretty neat mm. moment to see. Bowling heaven. But yeah, bowling heaven. I was I was happy to be there back in uh, back in July again. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky enough. I mean, two two of the greats of the game said Evan, they were done right there. The first one was the Evan first one was West Pete and the second the one was Norm. Ball. Yeah. And, and then all the pros on that pair, you know, their hands up in the air, congratulate them. Because Duke hasn't struck that whole match, and he strikes out on the fill ball like yeah. that's the end of you know his I mean, career with a strike. Yeah, I mean, I was lucky enough to talk to Norm for about a half hour a couple of nights before that, and before the qualifying started, and that's where you know the hashtag "Thank You Norm" kind of came up, and yeah. I'm glad to see that blew up over social media, and the fans and the stands and mm-hmm. Bayside had the "Thank You Norm" and stuff. In a fairy tale ending, I mean. Yes. Hopefully someday, I mean, I know Norm's never going to write a book about his career because you couldn't publish a lot of stuff that <laughs> happened in, in, right. back in the early days. Right. Uh, but I hope it'd be great. It'd be a great movie to see. I mean, they did how they did how we roll with uh, with Tom Smallwood's life. And they had a CBS yes. show that I could see a great. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. So did I. I, I watched I, it. I watched the episode. I watched, I watched all of them. I watched yeah. all of them. Okay. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well done. They could have found somebody shorter, though. Right, I mean, true. I mean, they they found some big tall tall drink of water, and Smallwood's like right. as tall as me. He's like five six, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe five six. He's a super five, nice five, guy, man. though. Oh, super, great dude, yeah. great yeah. dude. But it was a really, I thought it was a really funny show. I don't know if the rings back. But just I funny it was watching funny. social media blow up. Yes, with oh, it's not technically. Who cares? It's a comedy, right? And right. most people watching that don't know anything about right. the PBA tour, how it works, one way or the other, how qualifying works, or whatever. It was entertaining. That was the point of it. Yeah. The point of it was chasing a dream and putting your family essentially at risk yeah. by not knowing if you were able to bring in the money to kind of make everything go. That was the yeah. whole point of the series. Right. And again, I thought it was well done. It was absolutely well done. I was hoping for season two. It really was. But again, that was good for the PBA tour as well because yeah. you still had people talking about it either way. Absolutely. All right. So back to Fox. So Tom Clark gets a deal with done with Fox. Now you go forward from you know the FS1 replays, whatever else. Now, all of a sudden, we're not doing taped events anymore. Now, all of a sudden, a lot of the events are live on TV. Right. Now, all of a sudden, not only are they live on TV, now you got a bunch more on regular over exactly. the air Fox, right? All the majors, I believe, are Every on Fox, major. right? Every that is unbelievable, yep. y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable. Now, sponsorship-wise, 
and all that. I don't know how that is all working with Fox and the PBA and all that. So I, I, I don't want to jump into that, that, that side of the pool yet. Uh, but as far as the publicity and everything you get with it, Dwight, I, again, Tom Clark for president. I mean, that dude has yes. done an amazing job. Well, the, the big one for me that really, um, I, I saw the light was when they came to town last year for the world series of Boeing in March, April, April. right around that time, yeah. April, April. And, and, uh, the daughter wanted to go to the double show. Uh, so I went with her and, um, that's when I could not get over how both sides and every show was full. Right. It stands for full on both sides. And we heard stories that there were a group of five or six guys that drove all the way from like Ohio yeah. that yeah. morning to be in the stands and they weren't even on TV. The daughter and I got lucky because we were sitting behind Denise Roth and Marshall Holman. So they came over with the pins and got them signed. And so I kind of gave a little wave and the whole type of deal on TV and all the whole type. But I mean, there's your exposure. Absolutely. Every show sold out and, and how the fans were into it. Dwight back in the day, world series of bowling, right? South point casino in Vegas. They would make announcements on the casino floor, hoping to draw yes, people in. I remember so that. So there would be people in the bleachers. And most of the time, the bleachers were relatively full. Yeah. But it wasn't like what you're saying necessarily. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah, you'd find a handful of people that maybe flew out to Vegas to come be at the be a part of the taping handful, or whatever. Right. A handful. Right. But but a majority of that was people coming from within inside the casino that heard about it yeah. and coming in to, to, to watch the event. Yeah, and it's especially with the size of South Point, they really need a lot of people to get in there. But they did a great job with the bleachers and everything last year at the World Series, and that's one thing they've really done well. No, no, no. You're talking about the redone South Point. The redone South uh, Point. I'm talking about they put two lanes down in a big oh, room in, okay. and put a little bleachers on, yes, gotcha. and put bleachers on the left side. Okay. You're yeah. talking about the glorious bowling yeah. stadium or whatever they built at South Point. I'm saying before that, it was literally a gigantic like big room. They put a couple of bowling yep. lanes down, and then they brought bleachers in on the left, left side, side of the lanes. Yep. Yeah. And that was it. And they were just trying to fill the bleachers. And then they had like a little portable bar type yeah. deal set up in the back of the room. People could get drinks or chips or whatever yep. the case may be. Right. And that was essentially the extent of it. And yeah. that that was a, it was a, a little struggle. studio. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But I mean, the, the way that the PBA has worked on getting ticketing done in yes. advance, you can buy the tickets and yep. all the tickets are on sale right now for 2023. Every show yep. it's out there except for Portland because that's not till September. And what are we talking for prices? Uh, for Milwaukee, fifteen bucks for the uh, for the uh, like the small the animal pattern ones, thirty bucks for the World Championship. I think it was twenty five or twenty yeah, for those the, are cheap. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for the and that's you know bleacher seating down the side you know down the side of the lines. You might be down a little bit. You might not see directly at the pins, so but what? they always got the yeah. You're part of the crowd, and the atmosphere. It's a great time, right? So and it's one thing that between integrating the video boards and how they have the seating. Depends on the bowling center, but Bolero makes sure they maximizes the seating capabilities they have for the fans that want to come in and watch. You know, another shows in person. Another thing I just thought of while we're sitting here talking, and if you're new to the spare time show and you have not heard us in the past, you'll quickly realize that I come up with a million ideas on every episode <laughs> of what I want the PBA to do. That's kind of yes, that's, that's kind of what happens, <laughs> right? And I'm just sitting here thinking to myself as we're talking uh, about this: Why not do like a high school pro am? With the high school bowlers in the area, when you go to different cities, yeah, right, where it's high school bowlers, not anybody, right, but just the high school bowlers, because now you're talking about really grasping some of the younger generation that get to see, okay, you're at this level, which is very good, right, but this is where you got to get to, right, Mm -hmm. and now you got that that bowler, whoever it may be, 
telling you, yeah, dude, you got to work on this. This is a big thing on this pattern. You got to work on that. Like that to me, those are life moments that you're not going to forget. Like I got tutored by Kyle Troop or I got tutored by Jason Belmonte or Sean Rash or whoever it was. You'll be telling your, they'll be telling their kids that later in life about that experience. Yeah, and the, oh. pro the programs are really starting to pick up for the PBA too. I mean, last year in Milwaukee, it was a, it was a little disappointing, but it was also a little late on getting the programs going. But you go to some of these programs around the country, and it's they're, they're sold out. And the youth program in Coldwater, Ohio, we always talk about getting cold watered. Uh, I mean, that program sells out weeks in advance in the really? 16 lane bowling center. Oh, yeah. And it's phenomenal. That's awesome. So the programs are really picking up. I know Mike Sleds from the PBA, he does the PBA junior program, which is spectacular as well. Good. Where they're really getting the youth bowlers involved. And they've had youth events that have bowled side by side at the regionals with the, with the regular regional guys right and sometimes depending on the region you might get a kyle troop in that regional you might get a pete weber in that regional and then the kids after it's done they get the chance to talk to the guys and get autographs and that kind of thing so it's really nice to see how they're integrating the pba junior it's a great program uh i've i've seen some of the events i've been part of some of the events and that's a great way above and beyond just the programs like you're talking for the kids as they progress to get better and all of a sudden hey i can see my idols i can see the guys of the weekend warriors and and get better and keep going and and maybe become a pro someday and, re and remember at bolero also they did have a whole show just for the college uh teams which right. you're doing again this year right and jason belmonte was even in the crowd watching it right and that's what to me that's kind of and college is a little bit later but yeah. i mean the, the for me the biggest thing for the tour in any sport that's trying to grow itself Right. So when soccer was trying to grow itself and some may say they still are, but MLS teams all over the country, they, they've done a hell of a good job. Right. Yeah. Um, you have to get the kids to buy Absolutely. in and right. then you have to hold their attention through. Like I know so many people growing up that played soccer yeah. all the way up to like fifth, sixth grade. And then yeah. after that stopped. Never played again, yep. yeah. but they played all the way. They played five, six years of soccer. And then we're like, oh, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. I, and left. And, yeah. But, but back then there was no MLS games to watch on TV. Right. You couldn't, I mean, premiere, I don't think you could even watch that back in the day. And no. if you could, I couldn't watch it in my house. Right. So none of that was really available for you to watch. Now bowling, that was different, right? So right. you had, you know, bowling on Saturdays that you could watch. So if you're in your bowling leagues on Saturday morning, you go home and you'd watch bowling after you get done bowling or whatever. Right. So you have that, that tie in still. In all my years, I never met a PBA bowler. No PBA bowler was ever in my area that I knew of necessarily that would come in and talk to the kids or whatever the case may be. I think that tie-in is big if you can do it. They're extremely busy. This tour schedule is really long. There's a lot of events. So I'm not sitting here saying they have to do it. But if there's a way to tie in those everybody, I think that'd be pretty cool. Even, I mean, nowadays you've got Zoom. I mean, even if it's just pulling up somebody on Zoom on a on a Saturday morning when they're bowling at nine o'clock from wherever they are, you know, it's it's Jason Belmonte from where was it, Coldwater, Ohio? Right. Yeah. Hey, I'm in Coldwater, Ohio. What's going yeah. on, Oak Creek? Whatever, yeah. you know, blah 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 blah. Whatever. Make sure to come out and check me out when I come out. Da 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 da. And maybe it's 15 minutes long. Anybody got any questions? Let the kids ask a couple of questions, and that's it. He's not there. But they still had Jason Belmonte talking to them, and they got to ask a question, and there's still that 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 connection. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's the thing I took away when we were standing in the lines for the ticket, uh, lady, to get into the uh, the show at Bolero was the amount of youth mm -hmm. that were in yep. the lines. That's how good. Much youth were in the crowd. Um, 
that's what we need for future growth. Well, and you look at some of the guys on social media, like the house of Brad and Kyle and all right. those guys. Right. How and many the, tens of go for thousands that. of subscribers? Have. Darren Tang passed 100,000 subscribers a couple of months right. ago watching him on YouTube. And right. it's not just always bowling stuff these guys put out there. There's right. some fun stuff to watch. But there's things they all put out they, there where the kids can just watch right. and learn and, and, and pick up tips and that kind of thing. And yeah. it really doesn't cost them more than their attention span. Right. On what they're watching with YouTube with these guys and and the Tangs and, and, and the house have done great jobs with that. And it just goes to show, you know, the youth movement is is really going. My, my friend Lee Sant from Bowler X out in Pennsylvania, he likes to say that bowling's not dead. And it's true. It's not dead. The kids that have it nowadays have the passion I think a lot of kids didn't have back in the 80s and 90s. were just kind of like, hey, this is something to do on yeah. Saturday mornings. Are you kind of seeing like, a trend out uh, on the road that the youth are getting more involved in PBA? The ones that are into it are into it, yes. Heavily, yeah. Heavily into it. The yep. fringe ones are starting to come on more and more, and it's going to take some time to get those kind of people back because right. of what you're fighting. But the PBA is doing a lot, and and the, and the pro bowlers themselves are doing a lot on social media to try to get those young people back in the sport. I remember uh, being at World Series of Bowling out in Vegas. EJ Tackett was new on the, yep. on the tour, right? It yep. was just breaking through one of the young guns that mm -hmm. was coming. And I remember having an interview. I should probably go back and see if I can find it. Um, and EJ Tackett uh, and I were talking about uh, his age level and coming to the PBA tour. And he was like, hey, man, I got people, I got friends that I know that bowled in college uh, or whatever and or bowled in high school that were really good and decided not to further it in college because they didn't think they could make enough money on the PBA right? tour. Mm -hmm. So they stopped. Guys better than him. He goes, and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to, to get to where I'm at and I'm happy that I'm here. But the prize money and so forth wasn't big enough, wasn't attractive enough to get a lot of these bowlers that were really good to chase the dream of going. Right. Now, with Fox and these prize pool, this prize pool money is way better than it was back in that day, back when he first got on tour. Yeah, right. We're getting back up to where it's a sustainable living, I think, well, going forward. Right. Now, maybe you can keep those youth chasing that dream all the way through versus like soccer back in the day, eventually giving up because you don't think you can do anything with it. What a tough decision for EJ because he also had a golf contract. Yeah. Too, quite yeah. You went to college on a golf scholarship. Yeah, which one do I go? Do I go golf? You know, P PGA golf is tough to get Very, noticed. Yeah. Right. It's just as hard. I mean, so when well, you had Tiger Woods at that point. So, yeah. I mean, right. with all the respect to the PBA, there was no Tiger. I mean, Correct. Belmonte, hella good. Rash, very good. Right. But not to the level of Tiger, what Tiger was doing back well, the, in the, the day. The yeah. point would have been, though, would he have been as successful on the PGA Tour as he is on the PBA Tour? I, good question for EJ Tackett yeah. when we get him on at some point. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and to go along that point, Ronnie Russell, who's also a really good golfer and, and a buddy EJ's, he tried out for, he played the first round of the Corn Ferry Qualifying School this year and didn't make it through. And Ronnie's like a minus two handicap. Right. I mean, it just goes to show really how tough talent. that is. So he tried talented. it just to see. He tried it. He tried I, He tried the Canadian Tour qualifier in 2021. As, uh, so he's got as an edge. Well. I wouldn't. Uh, he's still scratching that I would itch. never play money for with EJ and Ronnie. Golf and bags and cornhole. Really? Do, it's the fastest I ever lost 20 bucks with EJ <laughs> Tackett playing cornhole, man. It was done in a hurry. That's hilarious. That's good stuff. Phil Brylow, you can follow him on Twitter at Brew uh, City Bowling. Dwight Albright at Dewey 300. And I, of course, at uh, Sparky Radio. So talking about how important uh, Fox is to this sport and how big of a deal I think Tom Clark has done. 
Uh, now they're starting a new tournament coming around, right? Um, and that championship and all of that is going to be going on in Milwaukee. But Phil, you could probably explain it to everybody how this is working. And it involves people from all over the country like you and me. Right. It's the PBA League Bowler Championship. It's just opening up to everyone. The initial entries through January 1st were just to members of like Bolero or AMF Bowling Center Leagues and PBA Pros. Now everybody can get in. It's a $200 entry fee. But for the open division, for the for the big scratch guys, it's $25,000 on top. For the handicap divisions, for the men and women, it's five grand on top. And they're going to take the top 12 finishers from all the divisions, take them out to Portland, Maine in September and tape a show Holy where heaven. they're going to do the what where they're going to do the eliminator one ball roll off thing. And they're going to shoot for a hundred thousand dollars in prize money all together. Oh my God. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to seeing oh who's going to be God. coming in on the weekend. And that's a, the best part is uh, it's going to be, they're going to be coming in on the weekends. It's from early June through mid July. And you're going to, not the the top 50 pros can't bowl until after the tournament's over. They're going to do a special squad. But the cool part about it is if you want to have Jason Belmonte as your doubles partner or Sean Rash, you can pay that money before you bowl. And then you'll get the scores that they bowl in the doubles portion of the event with your score for doubles. It's what? really cool. And they have a four person team as well. So let's you, say you want to make a team of you, Sean Rash, Jason Belmonte, Kyle Troop. There's your four-person team. Now you're gonna have to work with the other three guys to try to get your money back because right. you have to pay the 200 bucks up front for the for the four-player team. But you can bowl with anybody that's bowling that event mm. as long as you pay that entry before the first person bowls. It's really that cool, and I'm really looking, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going. On. I'm gonna be up there a few weekends so at Bolero. I have no doubt. Just seeing who friends hatched, and who hatched this idea was this it, Clark too? It's another Tom Clark Bolero. Everybody, yeah, I mean everybody at Bolero. Mike's I, I I've dealt a lot with Mike Sleds over the last. Uh, couple of years as well like i said i mentioned the pba junior before but he's in on this uh they've brought neil stremel back from yes. oh yeah uh the usbc days neil stremel's now got an office at bolero he's going to be part of this whole thing eric pearson who's well yep. known for doing lane maintenance on the pba tour and other tours uh eric pearson's going to be the man in charge of that event with the with the league bowling That's championship right. national tournament it's going to be a lot of fun if people haven't entered uh, get your entries in as soon as and you can. You don't have to be like a 235 average. There's two handicap divisions. Right. Yeah, there's a men's handicap and a women's handicap yeah. division. And that's and anywhere bowl, in the country. Yeah. And you can, they, you just come here and, and on a week, it, it, it's kind of like the, the PBA version of the USBC national events. Right. Except it's only, you're bowling six games at one time. Your first three games count towards your double score if you have doubles partners. And your second three games count for team with your team partners. Sure. So it's really neat that way too. And I'm telling y'all right now, because I've been talking with the PBA. Uh, if you're doing this, you better get your hotels. And now, yeah, uh, if you're coming, because you're going to have a Harley celebration going on, right. Summerfest going on, yep. Brewers baseball going on. There's a lot going on in the Milwaukee area. So if you've never been to Milwaukee, you're like, ah, there's nothing to do there. I'll, I'll just wait and get a hotel a couple weeks before. You're going to be screwed. Like, I, I'm telling yep. you, you should start getting your hotels now. And I, right. uh, I'm an advocate of Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Now, Oak Creek is just south of the airport, like five, 10 minutes south of the airport, mm -hmm. right? Totosa, it's what, like 20 minutes, maybe 20 From the airport. Yeah. yeah. So something like that, Totosa and Oak Creek, they got an Ikea right there off of the yep. exit. Uh, Drexel uh, Town Square is right there. There's a hotel there. They've got restaurants and there's a Meyer shopping plaza and a bunch of other yep. places to eat. It's like Oak Creek would be a, a good area somewhere in that area. Uh, to get a hotel, there's stuff to do there, and you're still not that far away. Because getting a hotel probably close to a Bolero in Tosa, 
I'm guessing is going to be very hot. Yeah, very there's only three or four hotels right around Mayfair right. and Mayfair. So you're going to have to drive a little ways. Right. Either Brook, Brookfield's another great area. You're only about 10 minutes away, 10, yes. 15 minutes away from the bowling center. And then you got the malls and all the shopping. Yeah, Brookfield, that ton of shopping and restaurants. Lots in Brookfield. of restaurants. Well, yeah, yeah, that's and more and more but, hotels than you think, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Or you could stay downtown. I mean, right. there's lots of places downtown Milwaukee. And again, that's not that far of a drive still. Yeah. Uh, you could stay downtown Milwaukee. Plenty of hotels down there. You've got the Deer District down there with Five Serve Forum. Got the Mecca Sports Bar, which is amazing. I used to do Packer parties there back in the day, host Packer parties. That place is out of this world good. And a ton of bars and great, great food. But one thing, if you've never been to Milwaukee, you will understand how great our food is and the great restaurants that we have. Yeah, and the best part about it is you're bowling your six games in one time, one squad, one day, you're done. You only get dinner that one time. So it's not so you over get to like the... two or three days. No, so you get to enjoy. If you make a weekend out of it, you get to enjoy it. Get Brewers tickets. Go oh, to yeah, a game. Exactly. Well. I haven't looked at the schedule to see if that that corresponds if they're home or not. But yeah. if they're home, like that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, to to do something like that. People yeah. are really going to be able to make a weekend out of it. And if they really want to keep bowling and that kind of thing, they run the Peterson Classic on the twenty fourth side at the same time they're going to run this national championship on the forty eighth side. So you can bowl the Peterson one day, and you can bowl the national championship the next day. How do people sign up for the Peterson Classic? Same thing. The, the website will be active shortly, and they can sign up. Wow. So, And how do people sign up also for this tournament? They have to be a member of that PBA League, correct? No, not anymore. No. So <laughs> That's, P- that deadline passed. Yeah, they had priority entry for the PBA, for the PBA League Bowlers certified players. Uh, just PBA.com. You just click on the link, and it's got the league, it's got the League Bowler National Championship link right in one of the drop-down bars. Gotcha on the top so it's gonna yeah, be awesome in the nice part i mean full transparency that you're gonna know what lane pattern you're bowling on before you get there i know that bolero is working on a, 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 a lane pattern release video so everybody get to see what they're bowling on you know what bowling balls if you want to bring because obviously if you come from far away brilliant you want to bring a bunch yeah supposedly there might be some live streaming going on from that's whatever awesome. so you can watch i love the release of the oil pattern yeah i mm-hmm. that's that's really good yeah because yeah. now you can practice it Exactly. Yes. So, if, I, mean, if, I mean, if you have a nice bowling center that allows you to practice it, but I mean, that that's awesome. And now they've put in Kegel's Specto system. So the strike tracks on the Fox shows, yeah. yes. that's Kegel's Specto system. They use for all that data and information. So they have it. I'm not sure on how many lanes at Bolero yet. I haven't had a chance to step up there since they put it in, but it's there and you're going to be able to practice on those lanes before your tournament play. So if you, you want, look you up at the extra. screen and see, you can see the same stuff. Really? Is, one of these days we'll go down to lucky lanes in Milwaukee has spectacle. Really? One of these days mm-hmm. we should go down there and you guys can throw a few on there and see all your rev rate, your speed, your, Oh, not, it, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Not to get too geeked out, but that oh, is something that I, here we go. I've, I've kind of wished for a couple of years on the shows is that they get more involved in the oil patterns instead of just uh, easy, hard, Right. You know, the I want to see details. I'd like to see yeah. those giggle graphs and then have someone explain uh, on TV. OK, well, here's the ratio of oil. You know, it's it's four to one or three to one. So, so the average watcher at home can start to understand how tough these patterns are that the pros are bowling on. Well, even so, with the time frame you're limited to on TV, you're limited to 90 minutes or two right. hours. Over. That'd be a great post game show for somebody at the PBA to do. Right. Where you get in there. I mean, they started doing some post games last year. Yep. After the, especially after the major championships, but those post games were basically Rob and or, or, or Dave Ryan or Randy talking about what happened and, and analyze some stuff. Maybe an extra bowler interview that that was it. PBA got somebody at the event that could just go in detail for a half hour once it was done, and, and even if it takes some minor editing. If you don't do it live, live, you right. get it posted later that same day. I think that could get a lot more. Well, the thing is, if these guys are going to the people post a pattern and they don't know how to read the the, the graph, what good is it going to be? Right, you know. And so there's got to be education. I know nerd in the numbers again, but yeah, but there's there's nerds like you out there. Yeah, right. we love you though. Oh, thank <laughs> you. But, but I mean, but see, that's but that's but that's the issue though, right? right. 
and I think you hit on it. Like, okay, fine. So you can show me this, but how many people are going to understand how exactly. to read what they're showing me? Yep, See, yep. and that's him trying to help the, the casual person out from his nerdy self day. to the yeah. casual person. How do we intercede and make both of you understand what's going on? Yeah, we do it every day in the shop, right? Yeah. Uh, especially the kids yeah. going like high school state. We'll have coaches uh, give me the pattern and say, okay, how do we read this? What should we use for a ball? Right. Where should they play in the lane? Yep. And, and it's really not that hard. There's only three major things on those graphs that you have to look at. Right. But you have to understand what the numbers are. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, again, Dwight Albright to Spare Time Pro Shop in New Berlin, Wisconsin. Our guy Phil Brylow goes by a $2 Phil nowadays. Things change, man. He was just Phil back when we had the show the last time. Right, $2 Phil. <laughs> uh, follow him on Twitter at Bruce City Bowling and follow Dwight at Dewey 300. You can follow me, 1250 AM, the fan at Sparky Radio. If you're into uh, Packers football, we do the Curtin Long podcast three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Uh, we record those, release them about 5 o'clock Central each day. And then if you're into Bucks basketball, do Green and Growing. Uh, myself and Nathan Marzion do that uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. We record those. Those get released Wednesday and Friday mornings. Again, these are all available. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Odyssey. You download the Spare Time Bowling Show uh, wherever you download your favorite podcast. Thanks for tuning in for episode number one. We are back, baby. <laughs> and I promise you, this is not going to be like any other podcast you listen to. Uh, just, just trust me. I mean... <laughs> Phil, Phil tends to speak his I mind. Uh, Phil tends to speak <laughs> his mind. I definitely speak my mind. If Dwight gets angry about something, he's going to go off. Uh, so it, oh, yeah. it, it's going to be highly entertaining. <laughs> There'll be lots of laughter and so forth going on as well. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. Tell your friends, tell your family. Spare Time Bowling Show was back.